This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hi, everyone. This is Becky Robinson, and I'm so thrilled to be back with you today for our final episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast for this season. I'm feeling super grateful. I was a little bit reluctant to dive into podcasting, but it's been a blast, and we've learned and grown, and we're grateful for you listening to us over the last few months. If you're a newer listener, don't worry. We have 33 other episodes, and you can go back and catch up before our new season that will start in January of 2021. So for this final episode, I'm pleased to have Mike Honorato. He is from Smith Publicity. And Mike, as we dive in today, will you tell me a little bit about the work that you've done in your career so far with authors and then about the work that you do now with authors through your work at Smith Publicity? Yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on the final episode. This is very exciting for me to be in the season finale. Hopefully there's no cliffhangers. I've been in book PR since 2002, and the majority of that time was spent in-house at Wiley. And so I worked with a lot of authors on crafting their message, pitching to media, a lot of media relations, obviously. And at Wiley, all of the books we did were nonfiction. And I specialized in the general interest consumer space. So basically anything that wasn't business or cooking. And that was a pretty big list at Wiley. And then, as I mentioned, for 12 years, and it was great. And I worked with some huge named authors, but I also had a lot of fun little surprise category breakouts, as we used to call them, that took off. And back in the day, book reviews, remember those things? And all that type of, again, straight media interaction on behalf of our authors. And some brand publicity, Becky, which was very different. So pitching the For Dummies brand or the Fromers Travel brand, different kind of media outreach. But it was great because I could say to a reporter, a travel reporter, for example, if you need a resource on traveling to China or traveling during the holiday, traveling with kids, we had just a stable of experts. And so the media pitching was very different. And since I've been at Smith, it'll be four years, actually, I think in about a week or so, believe it or not, It's been the same kind of work. Again, a lot of media interaction, a lot of representing authors to media, but we've also folded in, I folded in now more of the fiction work. We do some consults. So we help authors, we're their marketing soundboards. We will help them and consult them on things like book cover design, what their platform should look like. Not so much social media to the extent of post this, do this, but it's really more of what can you do on these particular platforms? And so it's been incredible to continue to work with authors. And publicity has changed drastically since I first started, but not the way we interact with media. That will never change. But the way we're talking to them, we used to be able to pitch by phone and all those things are so different now, but we're still trying to tell the world about a good book and an interesting author. That's basically has not deviated since 2002. Thanks. Well, so publicity and media relations are a core service offering of Smith Publicity. And I know Smith Publicity as a company is 20 plus years of serving authors. So I'm curious if you can shine the light on what authors might be able to expect if they decide to make an investment in publicity and media relations. What does that look like? 
It's a great question. So what it looks like, first off, they can expect us to get as familiar with their book and their brand and their message as we can. We're going to, besides combing through the book and combing through their website and combing through their socials, we're going to try and get a really strong sense of their messaging. And I will tell you, Becky, sometimes they'll come to us to say, we don't know what our message is. Help us develop that. And we will. And what we'll do with that is, in essence, we're looking back and combing back through our mental Rolodex of pitching media all these years to find out what works, what doesn't, what kinds of angles and stories they look for, which ones get sort of just shot right out before you even get a chance to explain what it is. What I always say is they can expect effort. We're going to represent and show their book to as many people as we can. And we're going to talk about how we're doing that, what the angles are that we're using. With publicity, it's a challenging field because you can't guarantee anything. But the only thing I tell our authors and our clients is we will guarantee you efforts. And we will do what we can. If something's not working, we'll pivot. We also try and be really transparent. So if we think there's a great angle and we pitch it and it doesn't work and we get a lot of no's or passes, we represent that back to the author so they know. And then as a team, we can pivot. Okay, let's try a different approach. So that's really the most important thing that they can expect. And lastly, well, and perhaps I guess most important, right, is they can expect communication. We want to be talking, interacting with them, again, about what we're hearing, what we're seeing, what the landscape is. We're the media experts. We're monitoring media all the time. So we're going to report back. These kinds of things are getting a lot of attention. Or we need to stay clear of the pandemic or stay clear of the election because it's just there's too much noise and we can't penetrate that. That's really helpful, Mike. So they can expect communication. They can expect that you're going to know their content well. They can expect that you're going to pivot and they can expect honest communication. Those are all really powerful things to expect. I'm wondering what myths you hear authors express about PR and what it can accomplish. So oftentimes authors will think that just getting 5, 10, 15, whatever the number is of media results will result in a bestseller. And we all know that there are so many factors, publicity just being one component that makes a book a bestseller. That's one myth. The second one, I think, is just the fact that they've written a book makes it newsworthy. Hey, I wrote this. Isn't that enough to get somebody's attention? And I think I've read a stat that said there are hundreds, if not more, of books published a day through the variety of self-publishing platforms that exist nowadays. So one thing I always tell my team is don't rely on a news hook being, hey, new book by this, unless it's, of course, you know, James Patterson or somebody at that level. That's myth number two. Myth number three, I think, is that there's going to be that people want to necessarily just hear from somebody because they have a different perspective. Yes, of course, that's true. But what it all boils down to is what else are you doing? We know, for example, that producers and journalists will go to the web and they'll see what kind of activity is going on for an, an author. What have they been writing on? What have they been commenting on? If there's nothing there at all and the Google News results are sort of blank, that's a problem. So we need to build authors up. And Becky, you know from working with authors that patience is not exactly one of their strong suits. And I get that, right? They've spent years writing this book. It's their baby. It's their blood, sweat, and tears on pages. So we need to say to them, we're going to build you up. We're going to do secondary sometimes, even tertiary types of media while we're still going after the big stuff, but we have to build you up. And so 
I think it's a lot of kind of holding them, pulling them back a little bit to say, this is not a bad thing that the Today Show hasn't booked you on the first day your book is out. We need to build that up. And Sandy Smith, our president, has a wonderful phrase that I always steal. And that is, when you're dealing with national media, you're talking about the World Series going on right now. If you are an unknown, you, you have to be known first in Little League, and then we're going to build you up. But you need to take those steps seriously. You can't just hit the ground and want to be playing in the big leagues. Um, so it's a myth that an yeah. author can jump straight to the big leagues. <laughs> big time, big time. Now, listen, there's always going to be the one exception where sometimes a book and a pitch and an author just hit it. And that's great. But for the most part, it's going to be a build. And it's not a bad thing. We, we, know, we need to be patient. Nobody wants a meteor hit more than the publicist, believe it or not. So we're going to build that. But we need you to, as an author... We need you to trust the process, as they say, give us those angles and just have those realistic expectations. Well, and that leads to our next question. Are there any other, Mike, are helpful in setting reasonable expectations with your clients? So in what way might you coach them to have a reasonable expectation of results? One big one is, we used to get this a lot, we still do about other shows, but back when I first started in PR is, how can I get on Oprah? You know, oh my why do I want to get on Oprah? And so I, or any show for that matter, now it's Ellen and it used to be whatever it might be. So watch the show for a week, I always say, and tell me how many other authors you see of either a similar topic or a similar genre. And we'll talk about that. And nine times out of 10, they're not going to see that. So another way that we sort of set expectations is just educating our authors. They don't know media. This is not their gig. It's ours. So we want to report, look, a media doesn't want to see three or four really sort of middle of the road talking points. It's got to be controversial. It's got to take a stance. Can't be middle of the road. It's sort of explaining that. The other thing is the timing of it. So some authors think my book comes out next week. I'm starting to work with you right now. So which TV shows will I be on when my book launches? And talking through the timing of things. And as you know, Becky, how long it can take to build up a book and it's that pre-launch phase is crucial. And some producers, for example, at the Today Show and other shows, they get those galleys three to six months before the book comes out. And so they're able to plan what that looks like three to six months out. If we're if we're just coming to a week before, not much can be done in that regard. That said, we'll still pitch other places. So I think it's really just kind of setting that. Another big expectation setter is when there's a negative review, because sometimes authors think, oh, no, everyone's going to be negative. And we know there could be an anomaly. Who knows why that reviewer felt that way? But it's the kind of thing where you know how many books don't get reviewed. And yes, the bummer that PW or Library Journal or whatever gave a bad review, but you still got reviewed. That's an important thing to remember. So expectations as we do it on a daily basis, and it's just par for the course when you're a publicist, but it's hard when you're an author and you're all of a sudden thrown into that and you're confronted with some bad news, right? Certainly. So let's talk about something positive, Mike. Let's talk about what books you find it the easiest to get press for. And especially now, many of our clients are feeling like it's so difficult these days to get media attention amidst the noise of the coronavirus and the election and all of that. So what's working really well for you at Smith Publicity right now? This is going to sound odd to say it this way, but I will. A really well-written book. And what I mean by that is we're going to do our darndest to get that foot in the door and get the book in the hands of whoever has to read it. The book needs to stand on its own. They need to be able to read it and say, yes, I want more. So that's one of the books that are easiest to get PR. Listen, I think a very willing author, someone who's willing to work with us and brainstorm angles and topics. If it's business, for example, we have a lot of business leadership and workplace culture books. And 
there's a lot on that subject. So what we're charging our authors with is brainstorm with us. Help us come up with a couple of angles. Here's what we're thinking. And can you flavor that a little bit? Can you go us in a different direction? And we have authors now that are tremendous at that. And they help us sort of distill down a very basic talking point into what they can either speak to in their book or what's part of their background. So a real hardworking author, it makes our jobs easier. Listen, books about current events, politics, yes, they're very difficult right now. Lifestyle, health and wellness, not as hard. I mean, I think, again, it's finding that right hook. Fiction's working pretty well for us, thankfully. We're fortunate to work with some tremendous fiction books and authors right now. And the fiction genre is sort of more removed from the pandemic and from the election and from social unrest in this country. I take it a step further to say that people are actually seeking out more fiction. So we've seen an increase in that, which has been great. And authors and books that may not have risen to the attention of a national media outlet pre-pandemic are now doing so because there's this thirst for just for a distraction, for lack of a better word, and fiction can provide that. So I think those are the books that are easier for us to work with, ones that we have sort of that leg up already. That's really helpful. So I know the first time I met Sandy Smith, who's the president of Smith Publicity, that she mentioned to me that there are many, many authors who come to you seeking services who aren't a great fit for the work that you do at Smith. So would you share with us a little bit, Mike, about the criteria that you use to select a project? Yeah. First off, we look at the book. We get as familiar with it as we can. It used to be that we used to say, well, if the book is more than a year old, it's probably not a fit for us. Becky, we've changed that a little bit because we've seen the amount of attention that a backlist title, as we used to call it in-house, can generate. But we still look at the book and we look at the cover. We look at the topic and the title. We look at the author's platform. And I know we talked about platform, you and I. So we look at their community. How's that? Then mm-hmm. we get a sense of that. Lastly, I think most difficult to measure is their willingness to work with us their willingness to basically say, okay, I know I need to build this up. I know I'm not going to maybe get the media, the five hits that I really want out the gate, but I'm going to work with you to get us there together. So that's one of the things that we also look at. When it comes to, for example, business, or to use a better example, actually, lifestyle, health, and wellness, are they an MD? What are their credentials? That does matter. So are they somebody writing about a disease, for example, Or are they a practicing doctor that is seeing patients about this and can bring in that expertise, right? One of the questions I always ask is, what are their credentials? Do they have the creds? And most times they do, and we're really fortunate. We also look at their social media. So are they going to be able to help get that word out? And whether it be through traditional methods or through articles and things along those lines that they can help amplify. Podcast producers will ask, one of the criteria they ask when we're pitching an author is, what is their social following? Meaning. How are they going to help promote this podcast interview if and when it runs? And they need to know that. And so what does that look like from an author standpoint? So there are times when we're on the fence, we'll actually have a proposals meeting where we'll say, okay, I'm on the fence on this. What do you think? We'll all come together as a team and weigh in, bring experiences. You know, I worked with a book like this a couple of years back. It was a challenge because X, Y, Z. And so we sort of come together as a group and brainstorm that. And I think that helps, frankly, because we're all bringing in various experiences in that regard. But there's a couple of things that we do when we're sort of vetting, (laughs) vetting a candidate, vetting a book and an author to come on board. A lot of this is word of mouth, right? So we need to make sure that we're doing right by our authors. Yeah, that's really helpful, Mike. And it occurs to me that it would be great to let our listeners know about your podcast. So before we move to what we do at the end of every podcast, which is outline some action steps and next steps 
maybe you can give a quick plug for your podcast. Thank you. With my latest guest is your host today. So it's the All Things Book Marketing Podcast. I've only been the host for, oh boy, I want to say less than a year. And so we have a variety of episodes. We have some authors. We have had some clients on, a lot of industry partners. We've had agents. We've had media. And we really just try and, each time we do it, just talk about a different sort of aspect of publishing or PR that authors may not know. And we try and give them a couple of things they can take away once they listen to it, back to their desk, as they say, and sort of implement in their day. So it's a lot of fun. We have a semi-regular schedule, meaning I should be doing it more formally than I am. But we try and do a few times a month. It's, It's fun. Again, it's called the All Things Book Marketing Podcast. Perfect. And we will put a link to that podcast as well as to Smith Publicity's website in the show notes. For those of you who would like to learn more about what Mike and Sandy and the team at Smith are doing, we're grateful for the opportunity to refer work to them and have them refer work to us. And it's great to partner together to serve authors well. So before we wrap up today's episode and the season of the Book Marketing Action Podcast, I'm wondering, Mike, if you can identify a couple of action steps that our listeners could take today to be prepared to leverage media relations and publicity in a more effective way? Great question. Number one, get your website updated and up and running. Make sure that you have a either a press section that has a list of some recent things that you've done. It doesn't need to be a TV interview. It could be an article that you've had placed or a blog post you've written for somebody. Have that up to date so that you're showing anybody who comes there, I'm out there. I'm doing things. I'm active in this space. That's number one. Number two is to make sure that you're taking a stance on something. What I mean by that is if you have a book that touches on the news or the news cycle, be prepared to think when something happens that you're that's related, think of one or two or three things that maybe are unique about that. For example, I think it was June or July when everybody was working from home and pandemic was raging on. Google and Twitter said, okay, from now on, our employees can work from home. That's it, full stop. They're going to do that in perpetuity. And so we said, this is great, a great angle for us. Let's go out there. We had one of our authors said, you know what? That's not a good idea because you are built as an organization where people need to come together. They need to collaborate, this and that. And I think it's going to suffer in the long run. We use that as a pitch angle and the media lit up because it was different. It was unique. It wasn't just one of the 50 experts saying that they should do this. He took Mm -hmm. that unique stance and boarded it pay off for him. So It's thinking about things like that. I say to authors, keep a yellow pad, believe it or not, I'm dating myself. Keep a pad Mm -hmm. next to your desk, your bed, your computer. And as you see something on social media or on the news, if you watch television, jot down why your perspective or your point of view might be different and feed that to your publicist. They may not take every angle you send, but those bullet points and those things you send over will just start getting their brain thinking in a certain direction. And that can be super helpful. That is so helpful, Mike. So I hope that those of you who are listening will take the advice of Mike and implement one of these two ideas. One is to keep your website up to date and make sure that you have recent press so that the media can see that you're active. And the second tip is to really think about your point of view and come to your publicist with ideas about your unique point of view and how that might reach media with the stories that they want to be talking about. So thank you again, Mike, for joining. For those of you listening, I hope that you will take the time over this break for the podcast to listen to some of the old episodes. And I always welcome you to email me, becky at weavinginfluence.com, if we can be of help to you with your book marketing. This was wonderful. I appreciate you having me on as the final guest. I feel so honored. And we just love working with your team. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you, Mike. Bye, everyone. 
Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. If you're looking for hands-on help to market your book or have a question you'd like to hear me answer here, please email me, becky at weavinginfluence.com.